Hi, and welcome back to Backstage at the Customer Experience. This is Kathleen Peterson from Powerhouse Consulting. This podcast is designed to take you on a journey to look at the backstage players as well as those front and center who play a major role in executing on the customer experience. I've been in this business for more than 30 years, and I think I've seen pretty much everything until I saw the pandemic. And that has changed so much for so many of us. I want to invite you in to just share a conversation with uh, Hannah Karamanugian, our Director of Marketing and Operations at Powerhouse, and we're going to talk about running on empty. So last time, we talked about the human challenges of the new normal, the human challenges, the emotional challenges, and preparing ourselves for this new, no- this you know, the new normal. Um, we just had an incident preparing for the new normal, taking an hour and 15 minutes to get everything working here. <laughs> that we did. So, that we did. So I'm sure, as you all know, uh, burnout becomes a, a a really significant issue uh, even more when, when stress is involved. And I think we've added a whole nother level of stress. In fact, I think, Hannah, you pointed out to me the other day something like a finding of 51%. Of- That's right. Yeah. Um, Monster.com did a recent survey with the pandemic going on and found that 51% of workers have said that they've experienced burnout related to working from home due to the pandemic. So that is a huge number. And on top of that, 52% of those people don't have any plans to take any time off to try to manage said burnout. Well, I think that's a good that that's a good thing to th- consider right now as we're heading into summer and summer vacation time that we have to make sure that our fuel gauge is not on empty. When we are running on empty, all of our resources are being, uh, we're struggling to allocate energy to these different demands that are put upon us. And we have discussed all those emotional and human issues, but we really have to start to take care of understanding the consequences of really not digging in and saying, gee, you know, um, I love the fact that my car has a gas gauge that indicates when I'm running on empty. Unfortunately, I haven't found one on my body. Um, (laughs) I don't think it's as visible, but I think there's a lot of symptoms you can pay attention for to alert you to the fact that you may be getting close. And I think that's, that's really part and parcel of what we're talking about is do we have the insights and the self-awareness to monitor our own behavior and to recognize when we are are in a situation that's putting us and um, and 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 if if you're anything like a lot of people I know, you put a lot of other people at risk when you're getting um, when you're running low on fuel. I mean, we often laugh about the hangry. I only <laughs> got mad because I was hungry. <laughs> well, that's similar to to the whole running on empty. And I like to liken it to Jackson Brown's song, you know, where I'm not going to sing it, but the, the lyrics are uh, in the chorus are, you know, running on empty, running on and running blind. 
running on, running into the sun, but I'm running behind. And I think that's something that we have to recognize, particularly leadership has to be uh, monitoring both their own responses and interactions, and we have the added responsibility of monitoring our constituents. How are how are how are people doing? And that takes us to the point where we have to make sure that we are monitoring more than their uh, how busy they are or how. Mm-hmm quote-unquote productive uh they've been um absolutely and talk to me about this i i've seen something that i think gets me a little um concerned and it's the bravado that exists in a lot of workplaces when it's it's the bravado of doing uh it's it's like donning a busy badge as if it's a testimonial to our own importance or commitment and Mm -hmm. You know, I think that gets a lot of people into trouble. Absolutely. And I think that uh, people are, you know, working so hard, especially right now with the pandemic, to appear productive or to show what they're doing because they are not in the office. And so I think that productivity push is even causing maybe more of a strain. And I would look at it, too, if you're if your agents are being less productive maybe that's a sign that they're feeling burnt out. You know, that that reduced productivity may not be that they don't care. It may be that they're feeling the impact of the burnout. Yeah, that's a good point. I think people need to keep in mind and ask yourself, you know, is it really something I want to chase right. during these uh, troubled times? Because if I'm chasing people whose tanks are already low on fuel, What's the reaction we can expect? Well, I don't think you're filling them with empowerment and energy to do more. I think if you are chasing that productivity, you might be filling the tank with cynicism and and negativity and maybe some distancing from um, the loyalty and engagement to the job. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because people become sort of flatlining. Yes. You know, I think we interpret, we would see anger, but I think it's different. You've got a situation where there's no fight, there's no energy left. And an additional consequence of that, I think, is there's no energy for innovation. So Mm -hmm. trying to address the conditions we're in right now and create options for returning to a you know returning to a center or balancing the work from home uh agents with other demands and duties uh it, we're going to be strained to have energy to allocate to innovation never mind execution absolutely no and i think there are, you know you've talked a lot about some of the different things that agents can do to try and take care of that burnout. But I think that it's important too for management to know of those things so they can pay attention and offer those strategies as well. You know, from as simple as telling people to take those breaks, you know, that just because you're home doesn't mean that you shouldn't take those designated breaks as you would when you're in the office. Well, yeah, we have to, um, you know, and then instead of looking at their breaks in terms of did they only take 15 minutes um <laughs> you know is it's a little bit on i i understand we have to be flexible and i've never argued against that um i mean productive 
I, we, we have to. Do <laughs> but we also need to be flexible in terms of our uh, aligning our expectations to the current conditions. Mm-hmm. And lot, when we spoke last time, we talked about people being weary. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a book called The Power of Full Engagement where the authors write, um, we're wired up, but we're melting down. They write about how we fuel up with coffee and, and cool down with alcohol. Uh, we become short-tempered and easily distracted. So are we actually more productive? I don't think so. We need to take a look at the same question we talked about last time. How are you doing? What's happening? Yeah, um, and, exactly. And, and actually listen and move beyond just email interactions. Yes. Well, and I think if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. It's kind of that airplane oxygen mask uh, metaphor, you know, put it on yourself first before you put it on the child, because if you're not okay, you're not going to be able to do anything. And that includes your work. So I think that's a big thing about, you know, the melting down. You have to, if you feel guilty about working so much and and not taking that time and not wanting to not produce, you know, taking that time is helping you produce. Well, and I think there's the, uh, there's that bit of that busy badge that comes back that um, I can remember working uh, at a client that had a vice president of the 500 and some odd seat contact center and one of his you know little lines was well i come in early and i leave late and i expect that the cars of my management team will be in the parking lot at my arrival and departure and you know the fact was he was uh an incredibly incompetent leader who probably needed all those extra hours to accomplish anything <laughs> worth doing. But, you know, the fact was he lost a lot of good people. Yeah. And, and and focusing on rest and renewal and guiding our uh, – uh, you know what's interesting, actually? I'll just take a step back on that because there were two business units in the same building. One was the onboarding team and one was the customer service team. So this guy is railing over people to show up and how many calls they took and how long they lasted and actually had decided that um, if only we could get the calls down from you know five minutes and generating lots of revenue to four minutes and maybe missing some of that, uh, we would be able to get rid of 50 people. It was like, well, what? You know, that kind of logic just, you know, can make you uh, really, really nuts. Another leader, the leader of the onboarding team, would actually take his PTO calendars to his team and say to them, "You, we really need to get your vacation scheduled. We re- I really need you to take this time off. So um, that team, they never lost anybody on. Yeah, I believe and, it. And and the simple act really of being able to engage with your people around, as you said, breaks, take mm-hmm. your vacation and make it. Um, and this goes for everybody. Uh, a lot of those same leaders who want the cars in the parking lot when they arrive and leave are also the people who invade and intrude on your vacation time. Mm-hmm. 
So there's, you know, emails and the expectations start small and then they start to grow. And the next thing you know, everyone in your family's mad at you because you're not really on vacation. And that's not going to get to the level of rest and renewal that we want to encourage our teams to enjoy in order to be more productive when we're in such times that require a lot more uh, than just good customer experience. It requires a good experience for our employees who are dealing with a lot of new uh, interactions, new transactions, new systems, new methodologies. Uh, don't add new productivity objectives onto that already busy bench. Yeah, and, and you mentioned flexibility and talking, you know, in that leader who wanted their management staff to be there before he arrived and after he left. Now, more than ever, flexibility is needed because people are home with their kids. People are in circumstances they've never been in before. So their workday might have breaks interjected that are a little bit different than before, and they might be doing a little bit more at different times than they would normally. And, you know, I think it's um, it's all about, it, it comes down to energy in a lot of ways, that burnout is a form of energy in and of itself, because it then starts to feed on itself. People start to talk to themselves about their irritation. They, they start to trigger in their own heads a sense of overwhelm and pessimism. And it's very difficult to untie that once it's gripped mm -hmm. um, a person. And when you add the whole external forces that are at work, particularly if you're in a hot zone, so to speak, of the, of the pandemic, and there's a lot of fear and anxiety uh, being uh, put upon. I don't need to add the uh, anxiety of having to have my phone next to me at every second check right. in with my team to make sure they haven't completely fallen apart without me, which is also typically pretty ludicrous. Well, I think you brought up a good point about how if you don't sort of check that burnout energy, it can grip you and take over. And I think, you know, this pandemic in a way came out of nowhere and we were all of a sudden all at home without planning for being at home. And now that this is sort of settled and we understand that maybe we're in it for the long haul or our work from home situation might be lasting, now's the time to look at, you know, do you have a desk set up? Do you have a specific place where you're working each day? Maybe not have it be on the couch if that's where it is. Um, you know, try to set a designated area. Try to shift the tide of that burnout energy that might have gripped you to create some designated areas for work or play, you know, to try and create that ritual. So you get a bit more of the, I'm at work, I'm not at work. Sense. Yeah. And, and you don't have to start every day setting up your, your workspace mm -hmm. uh, because if you're in a contact center uh, position, you're really working all day long and right. you, you're, um, your ability to share space is extremely limited. And mm -hmm. when we think about when we craft work from home programs ourselves, we have all of these requirements and square footage and 
privacy and all of that has just been completely uh, set aside because we don't have a choice. Right. Uh, most of us have become very comfortable with the concept of someone that has to have a child on their lap while they're on a Zoom call. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, it, you know, the other thing I think is interesting, and Hannah, I don't know that I mentioned, is also a licensed clinical psychologist. So she has unique insights into these situations. And we talked about the energy of burnout being able to, is a, it's like a fire that's just taking energy away mm -hmm. from you but where it's not that it's you know energy can neither be created nor destroyed right so it's where <laughs> where where we are directing that energy um and how leadership is in a position to early you know detect early and try to help um coach our constituents into the allocation of energy uh because if you if if you ask me energy uh not time is the fundamental currency of high performance so if we don't have our energy and our fuel focused on a common set of outcomes which i think is another thing that for people who haven't adopted a vision a brand a mission they were at a loss with their work from home folks because they had more difficulty, I think, contextualizing their objectives and reinforcing those behaviors that support the objectives uh, than folks who actually had a strong brand in place and could refer to that in terms of, you know, we're going to put our energy towards the experience. We're going to put our energy towards our customers. We're going to feel what our customers are feeling and we're going to, uh, do everything we can to resolve that. Expecting shorter calls or more calls handled per hour in times like this is just irrational in my mind. Absolutely. I completely agree. I think paying attention to what your front line looks like right now would be important to figure out how to shift the energy. You know, is are they signing on late? Are they disengaged in the any type of Zoom huddles that you're having? Um, are they, what is their production looking like? Those are all indicators to how they're feeling and how, where their burnout might be and what you need to put in the, in the fuel tank to try to keep it going in the right direction and maybe not shift off deeper down that road. So I think if we were to summarize our, um, our, our recommendations here for monitoring burnout, the first one would be what I think you just said. It's the ability to communicate and not only at the level of business instruction or mm -hmm. investigation and prosecution to be able to to engage with our workforce in a multi-channel manner a lot of leaders have relied on email solely right. on the other hand uh there are leaders who have very quickly put together a weekly news update engaging you know the workforce and sharing their achievements, accomplishments, changes in life, things like that. You also mentioned earlier take a, taking breaks. Mm -hmm. um, I think particularly work from home, every 90 minutes we should be at least standing up uh, yes. or anytime we're in seated. You know, there's um, there are things that you can just Google that are called desk exercises, so you can remind yourself to – Absolutely. Yeah, move. Get the blood flowing. Yeah, exactly. Ah, completely. No, and I think if, if it – 
warrants or if it works, if your agent or frontline has the ability to take some PTO, encourage them. If if they have it available, let them take it so that, you know, although we're working from home and the thought might be, well, you're always home, they, some designated time that's committed to an actual eight-hour day out of the office can do wonders. You know, they can come back refreshed and revived and ready to go. Yeah, exactly right. It doesn't, it's not like a huge amount of time that's required unless you let it go too far. Right. Exactly. And and then it will be. And I've had to call several people during this period and I find lots more people have the um, uh, apology uh, greeting about their uh, higher demand of call volume. So we're experiencing, due to the fact we're experiencing high call volume, kind of, you know, relax and get a cup of coffee. Um, but I think that we have to recognize that in some industries, volumes gone wild because people are scrambling. Mm-hmm. Uh, credit card industries on fire, banks, because people have to, uh, financial institutions. Sure. And, and I think when I hear our call volume announcement, what I like to believe is that behind that is in a certain way, someone has decided we can sacrifice service level for a certain period of time to make sure that our uh, our staff is able to take their breaks, have their lunches, and engage in coaching and training sessions that will continue to make them uh, recognize they're cared for and that we do the best to care for our, our customers uh, during these difficult times. Yeah, it'll pay off in the customer experience. Right. I mean, everybody gets it. Well, most people get it. We don't get it. We have a special queue built just for them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I would also, the last thing, which I'm probably not that great um, an authority on, but, um, you know, it's, it's eating properly. You know, avoid the trap of, crummy foods yeah. um, you know, grab and force yourself uh, to, to have an apple strawberries summers here there's all kinds of fresh veggies available and uh, you know nuts dried fruit some of these things quite honestly I would propose that uh, a good leadership move right now would be to send to the agents at their home offices uh, a snack pack um, I think that's uh, a great idea uh, of healthy snacks. So I think I'm going to wrap that up with that notion. If, uh, if y'all listening, uh, actually do that, let us know. We'd like to hear how it went. In fact, we'd like to hear about anything you might want to, uh, share with us and info at powerhouse one. That's the digit one.com is the way to reach us. Thanks for tuning in till next time. Treat the customer. Well, <laughs>